Welcome to episode 101 of Cow Powcast. <laughs> Cow Poo Cast. Cow Poo Cast. <laughs> <laughs> no second takes here. <laughs> It was, it was, that threw me off, though, saying 101. We're at 101. I know. 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> it's a whole new century, baby. Yeah, it's crazy. I uh, hope you all had a good Christmas and a happy new year. How was your Christmas, Jeff? It was very good. By the way, Jeff's with me. Hey, guys. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Jumped the gun. Uh, it was nice. What, what did, did Santa bring you any guns? Uh, no. Uh, some ammunition, a gun sock, which is... Uh, a sock for which you put in your gun in case it gets cold on a winter's day. Really? Well, it's just, it's just a, like a cheap storage device for a gun if you take it to the range or something. Ah. And a bunch of uh, Buckeyes, the, the candy that is, not a, not college student sports enthusiasts or anything. Bunch of bu- you got like a Buckeye, uh, Ohio Buckeye pennant? Yep. Is that a thing? I'm, sh- I'm sure it is. <laughs> I think pennants are baseball. No, they, they use them for college too, don't they? I don't know. This is a comic you, book podcast. Yeah, what do you, you expect are asking from us? the wrong people. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, that's good. You that's, had a safe New Year. Obviously, you're here. Mm-hmm. I hung out with my parents and my nieces until like eight, and then I just went home and uh, goofed off and ate candy by myself because it was too cold to watch the ball drop and wind at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's amazing how New Year's changes the older you get. Yeah, like oh man. Look, I just chilly did, I, We stayed home and we played like Uno. Hell yeah. <laughs> Avengers Uno at that. Ooh, is that any different? Or? No, it just has Avengers characters on it. Yeah, it's, it's, it, was, it, was, it was a good time. Who's on the uh, draw four card? Oh, uh, I think uh, they would change up. I think like Loki was on one. Um, uh, and then like the, the play any color card, whatever. The, uh, it just had like, it just said Avengers Assemble. <laughs> and it just had, like, all the Avengers on you it. You think it that'd be cool. Loki because he can change. Yeah. From, oh, whatever. I'm overthinking it. That Eric uh, Killmonger on there. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. I was like, wow, even before the movie. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's neat. Um, so we're just going to take some time. We're going to look ahead to 2018. There's some things I'm looking forward to. I'm going to talk about them. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, first up... Uh, some news out of Warner Brothers this past week that the Conjuring producer Walter Hamada is new president on DC-based film production. Wow, no shit. Yes. Uh, he has a very interesting track record. Um, I'm pretty sure he's only dealt with horror movies. <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, like I love the Conjuring movies. They're actually some of my most favorite horror new horror movies and I've never heard anything but good stuff about him. I still haven't seen any of them. Uh, but like some of the stuff he's worked on, he was an executive producer on it. Uh, oh, that's good. Executive producer on Annabelle Creation, Wolves at the Door, Within, Lights Out, The Conjuring Two, The Gallows, Annabelle. So literally nothing but horror movies. Literally, yeah. Like <laughs> Forty Seven Ronin. Oh hey, that movie was horrible. Uh, Had cool oh my god, the though. incredible Burt Wonderstone. That movie was shit. Yeah, it looked really bad. Uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Okay, he's <laughs> I mean, Friday I, Destination. A Friday Destination. Final Destination. Is that a Fri- crossover with a Friday and Final Destination? Yes, I'd watch that. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth the remake. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a checkered uh, history. He's yeah, got going here. I I posted it. Ooh, gotta watch them. 
I uh, posted it on our uh, Kapowcast page on Facebook, which you can find at Kapowcast 2016. 2015. 15. Oh, God. Got to change Getting that. old. Um, we put it on there. Uh, this just for some reason screams to me like Warner Brothers isn't learning. Yeah. Like, you can't just sh- shoehorn any old producer yeah, successful in this producer. Role yeah. And expect, like, okay, this is going to be the one. Like, it just screams to me that they haven't learned anything and that this isn't going to necessarily fix anything. Oh, like, granted, right. the Conjuring movies have been successful. Yeah. Very um, successful. But uh, uh. then it was super successful. It was really good, too. His later movies have definitely had more success than uh, the previous ones he stayed. Like, it seems like he's gotten better as he's went along. Yeah. Um, It's just it's a very it seems like a very odd choice. Like and I I think uh, Jeff Johns is still stating on as like a creative consultant. All right. But I still am just like, just give it to him. Yeah. Like, I think that's. Part of the problem is you're putting people in charge that maybe look at it more as a business than as a passion project. Yeah, an art form. Whereas Kevin Feige, he definitely has a passion for these characters. Yeah, there's definitely in in Marvel you can detect a big emphasis on cohesiveness and everyone being on the same track, everyone working together towards a common goal, whereas with... Everything's much more of a hodgepodge when it comes to uh, the DC film franchise. Very murky. Yeah, and there's just no clear direction that they're going in. They just are trying to copy other formulas that they've seen, and which it led to their only success. Well, all most of their movies were successful. They were just all considered underperformers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't. I'll give them credit for still making movies that make money, which is why they're still doing it. Justice League is considered a flop. Which is weird. It is actually financially considered a flop. Really? It, it yeah. didn't make money? It, it. I don't think it made, compared to what its production and promotion cost, it did not. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. Which, if, if you rewound to like 2008 mm-hmm. and you told me that a Doctor Strange movie or an Ant-Man movie... <laughs> Or fucking a Guardians of the Galaxy movie yeah. would be more successful than if they made a Justice League movie. Yeah, you would. That would sound crazy. It'd sound like just yeah, poopy talk, <laughs> and I'd just be like, that doesn't no. This whole world, I mean, it's it's the perfect climate for crazy things to happen. I guess. <laughs> look, look <at laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah, all bets are off now. Um, some more. Uh, you interested in box office news? Uh, yeah. Eh, that that sounded half-hearted, <laughs> but. I had to think about it for a well, second. I'm right? going to go with it. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Last Jedi opened in China this past weekend, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it, it struggled. Really? It did not make number one. That's funny. Well, I guess it makes sense because they don't have the emotional it, attachment that uh, I'd imagine that we do here it, uh, in Western countries. It lost out to a Chinese romantic comedy, The X, spelled E-X, Files <laughs> 3. <laughs> well, to be fair, this movie might be amazing. It, it could be. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't pass judgment, but. Um, I lost is, to a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, think, is this a sign that, um, that foolproof plan of having like a shared universe franchise and 
releasing a film every year. Like, you look at the DC stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But is this a sign that that is not, like, a foolproof plan that can always work? Do you think maybe people are already getting burnt out on Star Wars? This is our third Star Wars movie in three years. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, for the Chinese market, it's harder to for us to predict how it will perform overseas. That's it was... Ex- I mean... To my knowledge, it was expected to do really well because Force Awakens did really well there. Yeah. Um, most uh, Western big-budget movies, even if they're, like, crapola movies, like the Transformers China's the, movies. Yeah, those those are huge there. Yeah. That's where they, I think they make most of their money. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really think that issues that a lot of people, myself included, complain about, such as uh, the pacing issues of the film, uh, were big detractors, and it's a long movie. I mean, granted, the Transformers movies are too, but there's an explosion every five seconds at least to keep you nice and happy. But, yeah, I could easily see that, like not only for Star Wars, but for uh, superhero movies as well, because it's basically an identical formula. I mean, it's, uh, it's a, like Star Wars at this point is a subgenre. It's no longer a science fiction franchise. It's an entire subgenre unto itself. Yeah. Um, like, the Marvel movies, I'm pretty sure, do well there, too. Yeah. They, like, China, I think, is the second biggest market Oh yeah, for movies. You can tell. You can tell by the way that uh, Chinese actors are cast in movies like uh, Kong Skull Island. They put in a Chinese actress. and uh, Some movies even specifically have, like, stuff shot for the yep. release in China. Yeah, China and... Uh, like, uh, Iron Man 3, I think, had that. Yeah. Um, let's see. I believe it was it, uh, Age of Ultron had scenes specifically filmed in uh, South um, Korea as well. Yeah. Trying to get more international uh, attention. And then there was movies like um, the second uh, Independence Day movie where they put in a bunch of Chinese actors to get, you know, and made it a much more of an international thing instead of just being, you know, America kicks aliens ass while... They show, like, a crashed ship in the background by the pyramids and stuff right. like that. Do you think uh, that might be part of the reason they added the Rose character to Force o- or to The Last Jedi? I could see that. I mean, I don't know if she's a... Normally, they use an actual Chinese actor. I, th- I think she's actually... I think she's actually... South Korean? Is she? I think. Yeah, you got me. I mean, I didn't like Rose's character in the first place. I did I just thought it was a filler character, a placeholder character, because they couldn't have Ray and Finn in the same place at the same time. Yeah. I guess uh, the director toyed with the idea of having Poe and uh, Finn, but uh, I think he said the dialogue wouldn't have been maybe maybe as interesting. Well, I mean, I don't think Finn and Rose's dialogue was all that interesting either. It all seemed kind of uh, heavy-handed. Forced. Yeah. It's <laughs> forced. <laughs> it seemed like uh, they had, like, they had this good story with, like, Luke and Ray and all that other stuff. And then those... And then it was like, well, we need a filler story, and like, that's they, all that was. Yeah, they had, like, five filler stories, like, what was going on in the cruiser while they're being chased, you know, and then uh, with Poe and his, you know, being really... Uh, well, he was pretty much... Right on, you know, that's pretty much treason at that point when you arrest your ranking officer. Yeah. And then at the end, they're just like, oh, I like him. He's, <laughs> he's a bad boy. I was like, holy shit, shouldn't he have been like, I don't know, executed or something for that? Like, he endangered everyone's point, lives. They, they didn't have enough people left to even yeah, that's think true. about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. If, we, if we shoot him, that's 20% of our remaining forces. So I don't mean to, to get on like Force or Force Awakens, Last Jedi stuff, because we did that review last time. Um, but it, 
the more I think about it, the more it definitely seems to me that uh, Ryan Johnson went in with this and, and his writers or whether or not he wrote it out, I'm not sure. But it seems like they kind of went into it like not really considering what had been made before it and also not considering that fact that they're going to make a third one. Yeah. It just seemed like it was very, uh, very selfish decisions it, were made at points. It seemed uh, it seemed like they were purposely trying to uh, undermine the uh, plot of the previous film. Yeah, it was, somebody I remember saying, uh, said something that was almost like it was just kind of like a big fuck you to J.J. Abrams. It, like, al- it did almost seem that way. Like, who, uh, and for all intents and purposes, regardless of how you feel, that movie did great. Yeah. The minority of people that didn't like it as opposed to liked it was probably about almost the opposite of what it is for this one. Yeah. Um, I believe it ranked higher on Rotten Tomatoes as well. Well, I may not be yeah. right. But, not that that and that's in part, anything. I think, because, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, the film suffered from too many anticlimaxes, I felt. Like, all the big uh, contentious moments and unresolved issues that they resolved in this film for all felt like a letdown. It was just like a... I, th- I maintain now spoilers. Like, I still maintain that had they not done the... Uh, Snoke's death. Yeah. And then Ray's parents reveal back to back. It might not have been as bad. And now they're backpedaling on uh, Ray's parents. You're saying that might not actually be the case. Yeah. And that to me, I almost would prefer them to like, listen, just stick with it. Yeah. Roll with it. Don't backpedal. Cause then you're going to cheapen things even more. Yeah. If you backpedal or like I've, I've talked to some people who are like, I don't think Snoke's actually dead. Yeah. Like, like, no, uh, no, I'm pretty sure. Unless it's something that they, Unless they're like, okay, we need to do some damage control. We need to bring Snoke back. I just don't understand why you would put so much effort into this character, like into the presence of the character, and then have such a uh, anticlimactic death, like using trickery. And I mean, like I once get again, it. just throwing that in there for the pure point of because it would be shocking doesn't necessarily make it a good idea. Yeah, I mean, a twist for the sake of a twist isn't a good thing, in my opinion. No. And Absolutely it wasn't, not. I mean, like, when I remember everyone was like, how are they going to have the big confrontation with Snoke? And then I guess the writing staff was probably, oh, shit, how are we going to have this writing? How are we going to write this in? We don't since he's obviously so much powerful than any other character in the franchise. Yeah. Everyone assumed he'd fight Luke or something or, oh, no, he'll just uh, be outsmarted and killed in an unceremonious way. And yeah. Then he'll yeah. fight his guards afterwards for the... For a silver medal fight scene after, I don't know. Right. Well, it's a new year. <laughs> Time to leave that shit behind us, I guess. That's right. Um, big year for movies. We'll get to the movies first. There's a couple other little things that I'm really looking forward to doing this year. Um, two of which uh, I'm looking forward. I think we're going to do some shows on these. Uh, this 2018, actually, I realized this probably middle of this year. I realized that 2018 marks 10th anniversary for two milestone things. Ooh, what? One, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Oh, hell yeah. Wow, 10 years. Yep, and 10 years, uh, this also 10th anniversary of the first Iron Man movie, or the MCU. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. It's insane. How many films in 10 years? That's quite a few. They have had, I want to say... Off the top of my head, because I don't want to sit here and, and have it be quiet while I think. I want to say it's <laughs> by the time Black Panther comes out, I want to say it's like 15 or 16 movies. That is insane. Like, it's. I think it's going to be by at 20, I think, by the time 
Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out, maybe. The franchise has just exploded. It it did, and uh, I can't wait to think of some kind of 10th uh, year anniversary to do for that and for The Ooh, Dark Knight. Oh, hell yeah. Like, The Dark Knight, when I realized The Dark Knight 10th anniversary was coming up this year, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, no other movie... Or I shouldn't say no other movie, but not many movies have meant as much to me as that movie meant. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to go back and watch it because I haven't watched it in a very long time. It's been years for me. So I'm looking forward to sitting back and watching it and reminiscing on a, a lot of the stuff that went on with that movie, like mm-hmm. the uh, viral campaign. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember that. Like where they're showing little bits of pixelated pictures of the Joker's face. Yeah. And, you know, eventually someone assembled them all together and everyone was like, oh, he looks gross. What? <laughs> it's going to be bullshit. He's going to be an emo, extremo Joker. And, you know. It's just looking back, like, it's going to be really fun to go back. I have, um, I actually have the, uh, the, the Dark Knight trilogy, like, Blu-ray box set and it has, Ooh. like, all this, like, making of stuff and, uh, yeah, I can't wait to to talk about those two things. Those are it's a it's a wild history considering how crazy the entire cast of <laughs> that film was. I yeah, mean, you got Heath Ledger who literally got driven insane by his role. Christian Bale who is insane. Christian Bale who was a lunatic who went from 120 pounds to like 200 and something pounds between like the machine. Yeah, yeah, because he j- jumped right from the machinist to that. Well, so he went from the machinist to like Batman Begins, and then like after Batman Begins, he lost more weight. Yeah, for another oh, role. Yeah, I was. Oh, what was that? It was a war type movie, wasn't it? Oh God, was it that one where he fought dragons? No, it, I think it was. Oh, that was was it. Reign of Fire happened at some point after the machinist. I think it did happen after, but then you know when you have um, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, who I think is a very underrated actor. Who I think I just makes very yeah. poor choices. I agree. He uh, uh, the only movie he made that I really enjoyed was uh, I Frankenstein. No, um, it was uh, Thank You for Smoking. I thought it was an excellent. Oh film. yeah, yeah. But um, and then you look at you know, uh, Iron Man. You know, to look at that ten years prior and where we're at now, like who would have thunk? Who would nobody the successful? Uh, I, I yeah, I'm gonna definitely pick my brain as far as what we can do to uh, celebrate the milestone of that and the MCU. Hell yeah! Um, another couple things that are happening this year that I'm particularly fond of and, and excited for is I'm getting my wish. Ooh, world domination! World domination at my <laughs> grasp. Uh, finally, getting full Blu-ray release of. Batman the animated series. Yes. Remastered and ready to go. Um it's actually funny because I was actually sitting with Stephanie one day and I was like, you know what? I was like, I just wish they would release Batman on, on Blu-ray. <laughs> and uh she was like, I don't think they would because it's such an old cartoon. Like, what do you know? She's like, I feel like they they won't do it. And I was like, Yeah, you're probably right. And then literally I think like maybe a week or two later. <laughs> They announced that they were going to be doing it. Uh, I think it's going to be probably like a mid to late 2018 release. DC seems to have a lot of love for its uh, animated universe. I mean, Warner Brothers should. in general. Yeah, I, they they put a lot of money and effort into it. It's been their big success, you know, unlike their actual cinematic universe. But you know, I you know what's funny is I don't know what take what took them so long 
to do this because they have like Justice League Unlimited on Blu-ray. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know like what, you know, if I don't know. I don't know what goes into remastering stuff like that and prepping them for Blu-ray releases for HD quality. Mm-hmm. I hope it has a lot of extra features. Well, because <clears throat> I know a lot of people were concerned when they originally released them on DVD. They were like, oh, uh, the films are kind of old. You can kind of see dust on some of the cells. And I'm like, it looks fine. Like, yeah. I've watched it. I'm like, this looks great. Like, What are they bitching about? We used to watch it on CRT TVs, you know? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It gives it character. I agree. And I do hope there's more special features. I actually, I, I'm usually not one for to watch like audio commentary on movies. No, I normally don't either. I know some people really enjoy it. Um, not typically my thing, but I did watch the commentary for all the episodes they have commentary for on the Blu-ray or the DVD sets. I think that'd be easier to do because it's, you know, 20 some odd minutes. Yeah. Stretch. And As opposed to like two hours of like Zack Snyder talking about a specific shot in Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> he, he values cinematography. Yeah. You, you gotta give him that. I hope they do a couple more. Uh, I hope they do some new uh, audio commentaries with like Bruce Tim and. Oh, that'd be bitching. Uh, Paul Dini. Maybe get like get Kevin Conroy in there. Get like Mark Hamill in there if Mark Hamill isn't too busy being a. Big time superstar again. Well, they had time to uh, play three characters in that one uh, animated movie where it's the Joker and uh, uh, someone else kidnaps Mark Hamill. That one card. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of animation too, I'm excited because it has officially been released late 2018 on what will be the DC streaming app. Ooh. We are getting a season three of Young Justice. Hell yeah. Have you ever watched Young Justice? No. I keep hearing <laughs> good things. Everybody talks about it. It's one of the big uh, cult followings in the uh, comic community for it, I, shows. You know, I, my recommendations, I would say, I, I don't recommend things often. I don't mm-hmm. stress, like, you need to check this out. But I think it's definitely worth a check out. Like, I'm not going to overhype it, but... It reminds me of, like, the cartoons we grew up on. Yeah. Where, like, when I say we grew up on, I mean, like, you know, Spider-Man, Batman animated series, X-Men mm-hmm. animated series, where, yes, it's a cartoon, it's for kids, but it's still serious. Mm-hmm. There's still serious things happening. There's still a sense of danger, you know, something that I don't think is really in kids' cartoons anymore. No, it's... Every, they tend to go for a younger audience. Like, everything I've seen and tried to watch, um, like, even, like, some of the, the Avengers cartoons they did. Yeah. You know, at times they were just a little too jokey for me. Well, that's, a little too that's, silly. That's their bread and butter. You know. Well, hell, it was on the Disney Channel, yeah. wasn't it? So, yeah. yeah. And that's been, the, that's been the problem, I think, with the Spider-Man cartoons for oh, yeah. years. They haven't had a... I mean, to be honest, I don't think they've ever had a good Spider-Man cartoon, like, objectively speaking. Like, the old Spider-Man animated series, I can't watch it anymore. I mean, I can watch it for laughs, but, like, there's so many I would say I of the over. Yeah. Of the three I'd mentioned previously, it's probably definitely the, the lower ranked yeah. of the two. It definitely goes Spider-Man, X-Men, Batman, number one, for me. Yeah. But, um, it's just, yeah, it's just everything's, like, treated really seriously, uh, the character development's really good, and it also 
pays good uh, tribute mm-hmm. to DC Comics, DC's past. Um, not to mention, like, the animation's top-notch, too. That's, that's another thing. Like, yeah. so many, like, the two Avengers, like, uh, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, which I think was one of the first ones they did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, the, the storytelling actually wasn't bad on that. Yeah. But the animation on it was really... It was almost like a character of like a Bruce Tim animation. Yeah, I know it was, what you're talking It was about. really weird very and, and very super blocky. Um, but then like you have... Uh, there was, then they did Avengers Assemble, which I really liked the animation in that, mm-hmm. but it was really goofy. Yeah, like, they, yeah they tried to retool it. And- Falcon, uh, like there was like a... Part of the Falcon story arc was that he was hiding from his mom that he was on the Avengers. <laughs> and then, like, she came when she, you know, he brought him cookies because she knew. And then, like, Hulk was like, oh, cookies. And uh, that's I actually kind of want to see that. Now. <laughs> I do. Shit. I, yeah. I talked it up. It reminds me of the uh, X, X-Men animated series Christmas special where they brought Christmas to the Morlocks. Oh, yeah. Like oh, we should have did that this past year. Oh, oh, well, there's always next year. There's always a Star Wars holiday special, too. That's true. I've never seen it. I've seen some of it the other day. <laughs> I've seen, like, gifs of it with, like, uh, Grandpa, Wookiee, and... Did you know that B. Arthur's in it? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he... she play, like, an alien monster? No, or... she uh, she plays a bartender at the cantina. <laughs> That's amazing. Every, from what I've seen of the the... YouTube video I watched the other day. Um, everything you've heard about this could not, and anything you could think of of your wild imas- imagination could not even equal to the bizarreness <laughs> that happens in that special. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, just the idea of a Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> I think we need to sit down and watch that. I agree. I think that might be another New Year's resolution. Our Christmas episode, <laughs> we will be doing that. Very good. Um, boy, oh boy. <laughs> what else is going on this year? Um, I, you know, I tried to look up if there was any, like, big events that are supposed to be happening in comics this year, but I didn't really see much of anything. Aside from I know Marvel has started to plant the seeds for Wolverine's return. Yeah. I thought he was already back, wasn't he? I don't know. Um, he is, and like I guess like he is an infinity. for a lot of their monthly monthly titles, mm-hmm. they're putting uh, end credit scenes at the end. That's awful with Wolverine. Well, I guess, I guess I could just yeah. Uh, I don't like that. Oh, then again, they used to do that in the animated series all the time too. Or they'd be like, "What's Xavier doing in the Savage Land right now?" And oh yeah, when they would yeah. <laughs> Like sometimes episodes would start with them in the Savage Land, yeah. and then it would end with them in the Savage Land. Yeah, it was that was that was weird. Um, but uh, for me personally, obviously the the big thing this year is there's a shit ton of movies coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, thought about whittling it down to like ten movies that I'm really looking forward to. That might be too many. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I'm aware of ten movies that are coming out this year. Um. So I'm just going to kind of go randomly, like, scroll through here, go down a list in no particular order of what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm scrolling here. Uh, the first one that came up is the Spider-Man Edge in the Spider-Verse. I don't know if that's something you're 
super into. That's the animated That's one. That's the animated Miles one. Morales. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see it. I'm curious. I'm not a. I haven't seen enough of Miles Morales to really place feel it. emotionally attached to him like many do. Yeah, I, he's really popular. Like, well, at least he has a big, a very vocal following. Yeah. The the vocal following might be louder than the following. Well, it tends to be the case with comic book characters. Um, I mean, I. It still seems kind of weird to me. Um, I, I mean, but I'm not a big fan of the Ultimate characters for the most part. Like, Ultimate Spider-Man really took a dump in writing. Mm-hmm. No, that's like a staple for just the Ultimates in general. Yeah, like the Ultimate, like when, for instance, Ultimates 1 and 2, I loved, loved it to death. I know a lot of people didn't like it. And then uh, Ultimates, or I'm sorry, I think they started calling them Ultimate Avengers by... Uh, three and they switched the writing and the and the art and it just took a gigantic shit. It was just horrible. And then Miller got back under the reins and tried to do damage control. It never recovered. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. <laughs> and then Ultimate X Men was a gigantic mess too. Like Mister Sinister and his fucking gangland tattoos. Do you want to? You know what we could do to make this a little more interesting? What? Uh, do we want to make a prediction? We're, we'll use the, per, the tomato meter thing. Do you think this movie is going to be fresh or rotten? Do you think? Hmm. To me, it, it seems like it, this is a way for Sony to find a workaround with Marvel. Yeah. To be like, oh, we can get our money. I think, I think it'll be a financial uh, success, and I think it'll probably get decent reviews. I think so too, but I wouldn't be shocked if it didn't. Because, like, a PG-13 animated film is really a rarity. It's kind of uncharted territory, and you don't know if it's going to perform well or not because of that. But That's I, true. We've, we've never had anything like this. No. We've never had a, a Marvel or DC superhero animated theatrical release film. Yeah. Which is, like, I think that's really cool. I so wish they do more stuff like that. That's what kind of makes this one, I think, hard to... Assess. Yeah, hard to gauge, very much so. But I would like to see it succeed, as long as it's not a shitty movie. Um, Aquaman comes out in November. I have no feelings for this movie yet. I don't. I mean, yeah. I I was. I think they were when they when they if this makes sense when they sat down and made out the the plan of release dates for DC, and they were like, okay, we'll do this, this, and Justice League, and then we'll do Aquaman. I felt like in their mind they were like. Aquaman's going to be the standout character. Everyone's going to want more Aquaman <laughs> after this. I don't know if that's the case, man. No. Like, Aquaman was pretty one-dimensional in that movie, and there was yeah. nothing about it that made me go, I want more Aquaman. No, like, uh, they didn't really display how powerful he was that much. And, I mean, he wasn't bad. I, I like Jason Momoa a lot. I think he's a cool actor with a lot of uh, stage presence. I'm not a huge Aquaman fan in general. Like I know a lot of people are. He just never really I was always more of a Namo guy, my Namor guy myself. But I don't know. I'll give it a watch. Um, I think just because I personally would want to see it happen, I'd like to see it be fresh. Me too. I, I would like to see. You know, it'd be just be hilarious to me if Batman v Superman, Justice League. You know, those were rotten. But Wonder Woman and Aquaman yeah. <laughs> are like their best reviewed movies. Nothing against those characters, uh, especially Wonder Woman. But yeah. I just think, I don't know. I think uh, it would be funny. It would be yeah. unexpected. They're, if they 
if they do this right, if they do it right, if they make him at least somewhat of a compelling character, more than just kind of like a bro, uh-huh. I think they'll be okay. I think so, too. I think uh, Jason Momoa's got everything it takes to be a uh, box office star. Um, okay. So this movie, I don't know if you've watched the trailer for. Uh-oh. Um, I didn't know it was coming out until a couple weeks ago. I saw a trailer for it. Yeah. Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, I did see the trailer that, for it. Something about that looks really captivating to me. I, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I read the, uh, I watched, I watched the anime. I read the, uh, manga and all that shit. I was, a uh, really big into it when I was a teenager really? growing up. Uh-huh. So. Okay, so you have, like, a, you kind of have emotional investment yeah, in this. Yeah, I'm really hoping it does well. It's being directed by Robert Rodriguez, which I think. Yeah. Could go really well for it. I'm really happy that it's not, um, I believe it was originally supposed to be James Cameron, wasn't mm-hmm. it? it was originally Probably. Supposed to, yeah, he was, uh, he think he's been uh, delegated to producing. Yeah. And, uh, like, I haven't liked James Cameron's latest stuff very much at all. I think Robert, Dra- Robert Rodriguez will do a good faithful adaptation. I have very high hopes for it. Um, well, what gives me high hopes for it is uh, Christoph Waltz is in it. And that's to me, he's one of those actors. He just doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I don't know. There's something about the trailer when I watch it, and, and I didn't. I saw that. I knew that it was based on an anime. Mm-hmm. I had never watched the anime. I've never read the mangas, but something about it just like pulled me in. I don't know if it was the music, the imagery, but it wasn't. It looks trailer. It looks really good, and I really kind of want to see it. Oh, yeah. This is a big gamble, too. But I think it'll do well. They're putting a lot into the, it. Uh, the animated live action has not been a a uh, very viable... No. M- I can't think of a single one that's done well. I'm, there might be one. I mean, Ghost in the Shell tanked. I enjoyed it, but it tanked. That dragon... Did they, do, they did Akira, didn't they? It, not yet. Not yet. Uh, the, fu- the fucking Dragon Ball movie is just like a hilarious flaming turd of a film. It's one of the worst movies ever made. Oh, God. I never even watched it. <laughs> I, I saw like 20 minutes of it. And, oh, it's so the uh, The weird mix they did, too, on the what I'm assuming is Alita, mm-hmm. uh, of CGI and just a human person is very bizarre. Yeah, the, they gave her actual gigantic anime eyeballs, which a lot of people panned and made fun of. I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm willing to see where it goes. It does look really creepy, but at the same time, I think it looks really it looks interesting. I, it looks bizarre. I want this one to be fresh. Me I, oh I think, God. I think it will be. I think so too. I really hope that it does, despite the I, the choices that they've made. Like the actual giant anime, I have a yeah. lot of people are saying, you know, oh, you know, she looks weird. I'm like, well, you know, she's supposed to look bizarre. Yeah, I I, I didn't really think it. It didn't really detract anything from me because I knew that okay, she's obviously not a human character, yeah. so her standing out makes more sense. I mean, hell, people watched Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, this is a this is a interesting one. Uh, Venom. Um, man, that's gonna be that's so. Every Sony like superhero property, you're just like I don't know, man. But I would like to see it fresh. I really like Tom Hardy. Venom's an old favorite comic character of mine. I think if they have a good writing team behind it, they could somehow work around Spider-Man not being in the movie to make it a fun watch. There was a uh, expo in like November, December that had some promotional art for it. They had like a V with the Venom head and it mm-hmm. said, we are Venom. 
and people are just excited the fact that it says we yeah. are Venom. Like oh, yeah. I remember that was the one thing with the Topher Grace and Spider Man Three that yeah, I just didn't like. <laughs> yeah. But that that was like one of those things where like that was definitely a make or break thing for me. Like mm-hmm. him saying like not saying we. I'm like, how could you overlook such a? It's it's a small detail. But it's, it's an it's, important it's detail. It's integral to the character. Yeah. Well, characters. I mean, Venom is a, you know, a composite being. It's yeah. So that's just to me, him always saying we, us, you know, that was mm-hmm. always part of the character. It was a really cool aspect of the character. Um, I'm interested to see it. I I mean, I, I would, I'm with you. I would like to see it do well. I'd like to see it be fresh. But I just, I maybe it's, it's Sony's track record just has me saying, and the fact that Avi Arad's involved and yeah, still the same people that did the Amazing Spider-Man ones are involved. Like, I just think it's not, I don't know. I think, you know, a lot of people are wondering if it's going to be tied to the Marvel Universe or not. I think its success rides on whether <laughs> or not that will be. I think if it flops, they're going to be like, no, no, that wasn't part of it. Yep. So that way they could still use Venom. But I think if it does well, then they'll be like, okay, now we can, mm-hmm. you know, figure something out to w- way to integrate it all together. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I will not be surprised at all if that movie does poorly. No, me either. But it, I wouldn't be shocked if it did well because Tom Hardy is... He's really like he hasn't really done anything bad in the box office in a long time. True. I still kind of want to see him play Wolverine. Hell yeah! <laughs> but you know, we'll see how that all pans he's out. Getting, he's getting up there to play Wolverine too. He's he already forty-ish, right? Yeah. Um, how about uh, I don't know if you've seen anything on it. The New Mutants. I've um, seen one trailer. Yeah, the uh, weird horror theme trailer. Yeah, it looks really interesting. Um. I don't know what to make of it. I think the new direction they're going with it will make it at least have a good opening weekend. So, I don't know, man. The X movies are so hit and miss. Like, everything that isn't Deadpool has really left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> like, since First Class. Oh, and Logan. Logan did yeah. really well, too. I think, um, I think it'll do well. I think it'll be fresh because it's another one of those instances where they're taking a movie or a comic book movie, and they're twisting it to another genre mm-hmm. to keep it fresh. And those tend to be some of the best ones. I agree. Um, it's a different take on it. Uh, it could be like one of those ones that like kind of slides under the radar and like ends up being really well done and really good. I hope so. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Once again, I don't have anything to go off of this, but I'm just going to say it's probably going to be fresh. I sh- yeah, I, I don't see. So. I mean, I don't see any reason why uh, <laughs> it'll at least be successful, even if it's a step in the wrong direction. Like, well, like Iron Man two and three. Yeah, <laughs> it'll at least be like a seventy five percent. Yeah. Um. So we'll move on to uh, Deadpool two. Oh, I think it's gonna knock it out of the park. Everybody has nothing but high expectations. Do you think that could be a disservice to it? Um. In a way, like I think. Maybe in retrospect, people will feel that way, but I think the hype train's going to ensure it a high box office mm-hmm. and a fresh rating. I think, yeah, I, I just I don't want it to uh, fall in like the repeat mode that a lot of like comedies and stuff do, like when they do the sequel, like mm-hmm. trying to hit the same jokes. But I don't think they will. Like I don't think from so what either. little clips we've seen, it looks like they're definitely going a whole new route here and uh, everything looks great. Like everything I've seen about it. Josh Bowen is cable. Yep. Oh, who would have thought that? Yeah. 
Have they even said, do we even know who the villain is yet in this movie? I don't think so. <laughs> do we need one? I hope it's Strife. That'd be amazing. Oh. Josh Brolin double S Strife, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're on to something. Um, Ready Player One. I don't know. It's um, It's such a... That movie, to me, it's... People are like, oh, it's Spielberg. I'm like, yeah, but Spielberg's done some turds. Yeah, when's the last time he made a good movie? Um, lest we forget Indiana Jones in yeah. the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I mean, there's that. There was the War of the Worlds movie. Which oh, yeah, World of the Worlds, yeah. Uh, there's the other ones that he made. I was just, ugh. Um, to me, it, I mean, it's definitely looking to capitalize on nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia and uh, internet gaming phenomena. And I know it's based on a book. Um, I, this is one of those movies that I could see is it's, and I may have said this last time. I don't know if we talked about it, but it's going to be like one or the other. Like there's not going to be like any middle ground. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be really good or really bad. I don't think there's going to be, it's going to be like very black and white. Yeah. I just something about it. Like, I don't know. It just seems like too much going on too much. Uh, it's too much of a bombardment of nostalgia at once. And when I watch the trailer, it's like too much eye candy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not very interested in seeing the film. It looks, it just doesn't really, I don't know. It just doesn't suck me in. I, I'm not really looking forward to watching it. I'll, I'll watch it for the sake of reviewing it. But other than that, but I, I do think it'll probably get a fresh rating, if not for Spielberg's name alone and the special effects bonanza that we've seen so far in the trailer. Yeah. And nostalgia. And nostalgia, nostalgia, yeah. nostalgia. You remember this? Speaking of nostalgia, uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, man, I don't know. I think it'll definitely be successful. To be honest, I'm not interested in watching a Han Solo movie that doesn't star Harrison Ford. When I, if I went through and like ranked like my most anticipated movies, I don't think this movie's even on there. No, <laughs> and that's saying a lot for a Star Wars movie. Like it, once again, like I just don't know if that a movie a year thing that Marvel's perfected now to doing three movies a year is still being successful. I don't know if that applies to everything. Yeah. I mean, so far they have been the only ones to pull it off. Yeah. And I think they're purposely, I wouldn't say oversaturating the market, but I think they feel that they need to wring out as much money until people get tired of it, mm-hmm. and which I think is going to be a detriment to their franchises in the long run. Yeah. Because by the time uh, episode three comes out, now we're, you know, there's such a, a, a episode three. <laughs> the third one in the trilogy <laughs> comes out, you know, uh, it's like, how many more, how many, are you going to want more Star Wars? Yeah. At that point, like so many people felt burnt by this last one and then you're doing the solo, Han Solo movie. Um, yeah. I just, mm. you know, and I just. The idea of somebody else playing that character still just doesn't sit well with me. Not at all. Like, I don't care who it is. Couldn't they just use CGI to be young or something? I like, know. <laughs> you know, Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Han Solo is Harrison. They're one and the same. Like, yeah. it's not like it's a, a, a character from a book that just anybody can step no, into. It's, yeah, it's not like Boba Fett or another character in a mask or like Chewbacca yeah, or something. This character has always been depicted in that way. And to have, the act, like... The actor made the character. Yeah, exactly. And it's just... I mean, big shoes to fill doesn't even begin to describe. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I think it's insurmountable shoes to fill. It's, and I don't know, just, like, from the production troubles on this one, like... Yeah, I think it's this is probably 
going to be their worst performing Star Wars film. I think so, too. I would not be surprised if it got a rotten. I yeah, would not. I wouldn't either. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. Well, I mean, I, I hate to say I want to see a movie fail, but I never thought that a young Han Solo movie was a good idea. No. Like, not a live-action one. I guess maybe you could do an animated one or something, but... It's not to say that there's not other stories to tell in the Star Wars w- world. Like, I know people really want that. Yeah. Me, personally, there's one idea that I would love to see. I would love to see them bring back, like, Ewan McGregor yeah. as Obi-Wan and do, like, some kind of Obi-Wan story, but make it, like, a small story, not, like, a sprawling space battle. It'll be like that, you know, the old gunslinger, the old samurai pulled out to, like, save a town on Tatooine. Oh, yeah. Like, something like that. Like, I'd like to see, like, you know, Obi-Wan's faith somewhat being, like, shaken, like, some, everything that's happened with, you know, Vader mm. and the Empire and something happened where he's pulled out, you know, and, and has to, you know... I don't know, there's something about that seems captivating to me, and I want to see that. And I don't know if we ever will. That would be really cool. Well, I mean, like, people weren't clamoring for a young Han Solo movie. People were clamoring for a goddamn Darth Vader movie. Like, I don't understand why they have just decided not to have a Darth Vader movie. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to go the fan service route, they might as well go the whole hog and have Darth Vader you know, slicing the shit out of a bunch of rebels for two and a half half hours. And I would be clapping and jumping up and down the whole time. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about this one that just doesn't, I got a bad feeling about this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it just sums it up. Um, black Panther. Yeah. Next month. I mean, that movie's right around the corner and, I, I do feel like it's kind of being overshadowed by the looming infinity war. Yes. Like it almost, Oh man, I don't want to say this and like have it come back to bite me. You know, it almost seems like, you know, like, Oh, we got to take this step before we get, then we get to infinity uh-huh. war and uh, like people are maybe looking past it. Like as like, Oh, it's a necessary, I have to watch it before infinity war, but man, infinity war. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard nothing, but everyone's even like people that aren't that big into comics have, I mean, I talked to them about it. They say that Black Panther looks really good. It does. Oh, I, I'm super amped for it. Like, Me too. Like, I didn't, you know. Once again. Uh, yeah, a Black Panther movie that's going to probably be a box office, uh, you know, superstar. Like, I, who would have thunk it? Who Over, thunk you know, property? a Batman versus Superman movie <laughs> yeah. or a Justice League movie. Like, a Black Panther movie. Like, Black Panther was considered, like, a B, I wouldn't C even list yeah. character. Absolutely. And now he's going to be forefront, like he's going to be up there with Captain America, which is cool. And not, is, not to mention, like, the cast they assemble for this movie yeah. is phenomenal. This has probably one of the best casts I have seen oh, in yeah. a long time. Like, just, like, put together from scratch, not including, like, a Civil War uh-huh. or Avengers or anything like that. Like, just, like, it's really good. Yep, it looks amazing. Like, uh, I love, uh, I can't remember his name, the guy who plays Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman? Yeah, I think that's it. I saw his movie on Netflix, um, Message from the King, I think it was mm-hmm. called. Uh, the movie was all right, but he carried it and made me want to watch the entire thing. He's, I think he's an excellent actor. Yeah. I think, yeah, this is, I mean, we've talked about it before, how, like, you know, we talked about how uh, Doctor Strange was going to be a hard sell and Ant-Man mm-hmm. was going to be a hard sell. No hard sell here. No, I don't think so, this, which is bizarre. You would think it would be a hard sell. Like, five, six years ago, it would have been a hard sell, but everyone's just like, oh, okay, a new Marvel movie. You know, like, it's just par for the course to put out a Marvel movie and for it to it's, be... Uh, uh, 
it's what I call a perfect storm. Like, yeah, it's getting right in there, like with the with the pump for Infinity War. Um, not to mention the releasing it in the winter. Yep, like that, like in that Deadpool time frame. Like that's going to be big right there. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like that's easy money for them. Oh yeah, like fucking easy. There is nothing that's going <laughs> to top that movie that month. There's gonna it's seriously just. So many <laughs> superhero movies coming out. So many Disney movies. It's they dominate. They dominate. Movies. I mean, I haven't even. I, I didn't even mention. You know, Disney. They have the Incredibles two coming out this yeah. year. Uh, Wreck It Ralph two also coming out this year. Those are both going to perform tremendously. I can't yeah. wait to see the new uh, Incredibles. Like, I've been it's waiting the best, for that for the, so long. It's the best Fantastic Four movie we never got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's by far my favorite Pixar film. Um, Which is saying a lot. I really enjoy the Pixar films. Out of the realm of comic book movies, we have Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yep. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> and, you know, I, I was surprised to see that a lot of people actually hated Jurassic World. Like, not fan-wise, but, like, a lot of, like, YouTube critics and uh-huh. stuff like that were like, it's just a bad movie. And I'm like, listen. I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. It's, it is. It certainly... I don't think it held a candle to the original Jurassic no. Park at all. I had very low expectations for Jurassic World. Yeah. Very low. Like, we went to go see it, and it it didn't... I don't want to say it felt like a chore, but it almost did. <laughs> yeah. And, like, by the end of the movie, I was, like, giddy. I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> like, I just got dinosaurs fucking duking it out. Like, <laughs> The movie was largely fan service. Yeah. And which, is that such a bad thing? Uh, well, I mean, it was a breath of fresh air after every other Jurassic Park movie. It sucked, except for the first one. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, Fallen Kingdom, I don't know if it's going to be as good. I mean, like, the plot is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, the plot sounds like something an eight-year-old wrote up or something. Like, we, the, the volcano's going to blow up a dinosaur. I got to save the dinosaurs. It sounds like a plot to, like, one of those E for Everyone video games for the Wii that were shoveled out by the buttload like 10 years ago. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, I think it'll, it'll probably like the first one, I think got decent reviews, but I think this one will probably get a rotten. I think so too. I'm um, not, I, to be honest, I'm not that excited for it. Not to say I'm, I'm, I think it, I'm not going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. I have full intentions to see it. Uh-huh. And I have, I hope I like it. Um, it, it does intrigue me that the trailer they released apparently is only like the first like 45 minutes of the movie. Really? So that's, Something. Yeah. Uh, what the, yeah. What? Where the hell? What the? What's gonna happen in this movie? Because we know the volcano erupts, and I know there's like a whole like uh, hearing about whether or not to save the dinosaurs, and, uh-huh. and Dr. Ian Malcolm's there, Jeff Goldblum, uh-huh. and he's like, "Listen, this is a bad idea. How have you guys? <laughs> Why'd they put the park on a goddamn active volcano, anyway? Right. <laughs> I'm sure life uh, finds a way, but no." Uh, I mean, it does. I mean, it is a. I guess I can see them where the interest in the story is of like, they created these things that shouldn't have been created, but now they're living. Mm-hmm. But now they might get wiped out. So they're still living creatures, but do we just let them die? And I think that's where the argument is like, well, they were supposed to be dead. Yeah, they're supposed. They're not supposed to be here. You know, personally, I'm all for keeping dinosaurs, saving dinosaurs. Yeah, probably shouldn't. I'm pro dinosaur. Yeah, I'm pro dinosaur as well. Fuck you, Dr. Ian Malcolm. (laughs) 
I think you shouldn't let them just run rampant on an island. That's probably a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't open a park with them. Yeah. It's also not... <laughs> with hamster balls rolling around. Yeah. And just yeah. a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I, I pray to God in, like, another, like, 10, 15 years, they don't do, like, another Jurassic Park movie where, like, we reopen the park. Yeah, I'm like, this no. time. It's in it's, space. It's in Jurassic Galaxy. <laughs> Um, I would watch that. Space Dinosaurs does sound pretty intriguing. It does. Did you ever hear about how uh, one of the original plans when they were going to do a new Jurassic Park movie is they were going to do, like, dinosaur-human hybrids? Yes. I saw the concept art yeah. for it. Yeah. I was like, this <laughs> doesn't it, sound good. It did look fucking scary. I won't <laughs> that, but, like, the Tyrannosaurus-human hybrid was fucking horrifying looking. It could. We could go that way. It could yeah. happen. I mean, they're still goofing around with genetic experimentation and... There's yeah. gonna be like raptor size Indominus Rexes. Which that just that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Like yeah, the seems- Indominus Rex didn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> um it, Yeah, that idea made no sense whatsoever. Like <laughs> we needed to make a more fearsome dinosaur, you know, because the I, don't uh, know. I think to uh well and then also the uh we're gonna go here. Last but not least, I think the most anticipated movie on any moviegoers. No, I shouldn't say any, but <laughs> any uh, blockbuster moviegoers list is mm. Avengers Infinity War. Fuck yeah. There's no... I mean, I expect it to be fresh. I don't expect anything anything else from Marvel. Um, there are some underlining concerns I have with, with this movie and with Avengers 4 yeah. that have stemmed from The Last Jedi uh, effect. Mm-hmm. And that is... Do you think... Because part of the thing with Last Jedi is people had their expectations for who Ray's parents was, who, who Snoke was, mm-hmm. and when those expectations aren't met, they're disappointed. It's like, well, you're, you're, you know, people would say some fans are to blame because they got their expectations and what they had in their head so high. So I was, you know, I see these lists all the time of who's going to die in Infinity War, who will make it out of, in, you know, Avengers Four uh-huh. and Infinity War. It's like, so I think it's like, okay, maybe fan speculation is getting a little out of hand, and it might disappoint people if it doesn't live up to the hype or to the what they think will happen in their head i could definitely see that uh, I, that was a problem i think that uh age of ultron suffered from quite a bit because they were expecting a movie that upped the ante even more so than the uh, first avengers movie and it really didn't it was basically a carbon copy of the first avengers mm-hmm. movie at least in my opinion Although it did have, I did like, uh, I liked Ultron a lot. A lot of people didn't. I thought he was an interesting character. But, I, you uh, know, I, I didn't, I know there's a lot of hate for Age of Ultron. I did not hate it as much as m- some people did. Like, there's no. some people that fat out, like, hate that movie. I don't hate it. I, it's not one I go out to watch. I, I really thought that it suffered from uh, them going for too much comedic relief, which is par for the chorus with. Disney Marvel. Well, that's part for the course, I think, too, for like a Joss Whedon. Oh, for you sure. Know, uh, that's part of the reason I'm really excited that Russo Brothers are the ones doing these Avengers movies. Yeah. Because they do have humor, but it's so much more subtle. Yeah. It's, it's not it doesn't like, take you out of the film. Yes, exactly. Like, it isn't like one of those things where it's like, well, that, that See, kind of feels outplaced. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like Captain America, like throwing, you know, one liners at Ultron while he's fighting for his life. I was yeah. Like, you know, Captain America's not really... I mean, he might throw, like, a dry joke in there every once in a while. He's not quippy. No, he's not... Yeah, he's not Spider-Man. Like He's not Tony Stark, you no, know? No, exactly. And yet they write every character like they are. But, yeah. 
At least that was the case I felt. But um, I think this film with the Russo brothers behind it, um, I really don't see that being the case. I mean, it would be you'd be hard pressed for a movie to write this movie with all these super powered characters to do anything disappointing. <laughs> like if they all just sat down and hit, talked it out with Thanos and then had a nonviolent resolution where they all shook hands, that would be like the only way I could think of where this movie <laughs> would be boring. Because I mean, how many characters are in this movie that there are talks and rumors because of set fit set photos. And if you don't want to hear this, feel free to, Skip ahead to uh, like a few minutes or something like that. I don't know how long this will talk to take about to talk <laughs> about. Uh, but there, some set photos from Avengers Four. It looks like there may be some time travel involved. Huh. So I'm wondering if <laughs> that's normally not a good thing. In a yeah, movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm wondering like, okay, so is there is something going to happen in Age of Ultron or in Age of Ultron in <laughs> Infinity War where they're they have to go back in time or there's like flashbacks? Like I don't know. Um, well, that, then again, I guess it makes sense because you have like the, the time, time stone. stone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder if they're going to blow up the planet and then have to go back and save it or something, which would be silly, but that'd be it, par for the course. It's which, weird. Like, well, I mean, that's what happened in the infinity gauntlet in the first yeah. place. Like the, the earth got knocked out of orbit and everybody froze to death. And, uh, the Russos and Kevin Feige have said that the reason they have not revealed the title of Avengers four is because it could be a potential spoiler for Infinity War. Uh-huh. And, like, I racked my fucking brain <laughs> to try to figure out what that would be. I mean, part of me is like, well, what if it's just, like, Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, who knows? You know? The resurrection of Thanos. <laughs> Avengers 4, everyone fucking dies. <laughs> um, but that is, ob- I mean, that is obviously on the top of my list Hell of yeah. movies, like, I'm getting ready here to probably start watching the Marvel movies leading up. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Thanos heard us. Oh! <laughs> they found us! Run for it, Marty! <laughs> I think somebody's snowblowing outside. I'm sorry if you can hear that. Um, but that, that pretty much, like... That, that, that does it for, like, all the movies being released this year. Mm-hmm. Actually, it doesn't. I forgot X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that tells yeah. you how much we, we care about that movie. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that good. No, I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't watched. I lost interest after uh, the, uh, Age of Future Past. The director of it is Days a, of Future Past. Is a first-time director. Yeah. Does he have a sex offense record? No. Okay, good. He one step, but One step ahead. He wrote on X-Men 3, X-Men United. The best one by far. And he also directed the reshoots for Fan 4 Stick. Yeah. I really don't even have a joke to make about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, man. How do these yep. people keep fucking finding work? Yeah, so I have very, very minimal expectations for this. It could blow me away yeah. because my I mean, my expectations are so low. Yeah. But as we said last time, at this point with Marvel possibly or with Disney possibly buying back those characters, does it even fucking matter yeah. at this point? And it could be, uh, well, I mean, if it knocks it out of the park, they may decide to keep the franchise or something. I'm hoping that they don't. I don't think they will. I, I really think they're just going to hit that reboot button, which is funny because the actress that plays Storms in it, uh, in it, she posted on Twitter shortly after the Fox Disney deal was revealed, and she was uh-huh. like, she said something like, LOL, y'all think that they're going to just recast all of us. <laughs> and I'm like, and so many people are like, screen cap this. 
and be sure, like, he's like, I'm pretty sure uh, Andrew Garfield didn't think that they would yeah. recast him, but <laughs> your movies aren't uh, blowing it out of the park, and there's no reason. I mean, Kevin Feige has that power where if he has a specific vision, mm-hmm. sorry, X-Universe, done. Yep. Singerverse, done. <laughs> which I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah. Put that shit to bed. I agree. Just like we're going to put this show to bed. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, that is another exciting year. I'm looking forward to spending lots of money at the, <laughs> at the movies. We need to get that $10 monthly pass. Yeah. Thing. We really do. Movie pass. If you're listening, we'd love the sponsorship. <laughs> we'd plug the shit out of you. Hell yeah. Um, Feel free to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. You can also ch- check out Jeff's show, the John Fa- John Claude Van Pod Damcast. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> John Pod Van Damcast. John Pod Van Damcast. And every also, once in a while, I can get it. Yeah, I mean, don't worry. I stand up. Yeah, yeah. The return of Flask Action Heroes. Oh, yeah. How'd that come about? Well, uh, both of us came out of rehab, and uh, no, not really. Your uh, livers are doing better. Yeah. Well, my buddy's buying a house. We now have more reliable. Uh, ability to record Finding transportation was the hardest part And also our work schedule is conflicted But now we both have weekends off So We run into that problem all the time Hell yeah <laughs> uh, That's great So oh, yeah. congratulations on the return of that And your ever-growing uh, <laughs> Podcasting resume yep. That would would put Shaq to shame <laughs> I don't always, know why. I always wanted to say that Yeah Putting Shaq to shame uh, you can also uh, find us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud. Um, feel free to send us an email at kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account and an Instagram. Hell Just yeah. look at Kapowcast. Um, I think that'll do it. I agree. We hope you all have a safe and happy uh, 2018. We, I hope we do not die in a nuclear war. <laughs> or from an invasion from Thanos. Yeah. Whichever happens first. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Jeff. Bye.